forever. Dog. Guys, I've been a whole in a whole Greek mythology kind of situation. You've been in a Greek mythology situation. <laughs> I've been like I've been like in a deep hole, just like <laughs> like watching the Odyssey and like random and the, and the Argonauts. Guys, it's been like the movies. Yeah. Also, like I watched I watched Old Brother Thou, but then I watch a lot of YouTube because I feel like there's no shows I like, and they just have so many like Natural Geographic and like History Channel animations and retellings of like almost every story you can think of and it's like oh yeah i just watch these mixed in with some wwf classics you know <laughs> ah yes the wwf classics there is one thing i was on tiktok i don't know if y'all seen this trend that has been going on for like a year and it's like black people dressing up as Tim Burton characters. There's a bunch of black kids, probably like us, who grew up like loving Tim Burton and like Nightmare Before Christmas on this stuff. And then one day, I guess somebody realized that there's never been a black lead in any of these movies, let alone like a predominantly black character. So people just started dressing up as like, this is what black people would look like in a Tim Burton, or this is what we would look like if a character was drawn in like Coraline uh, or something like that. But then it's like, it's like once again though, TikTok trends about something that's that's actually been like like it's not new <laughs> you know it's like just now on tiktok you know <laughs> it's tiktok is weirdly behind as far as for as being on the cusp of technology and being the social media app that everyone you know loves they're behind on like it's like we already addressed this <laughs> so, well i it's funny because i i didn't like i like, even when we get into this movie, I didn't realize until I saw the main character, I was like, oh, shit, why does this look so cool to me? And then I was like, oh, I've never seen this. <laughs> like, I was like, <laughs> like, I've never seen this before. And I'm like, it's so weird to say that. But I went back and watched Coraline. And, like, I think there might have been, like, a... Uh, 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 like, an old black man in there, maybe. But then I was like, I can't even remember it right now that I'm thinking about it. And so even when I think about like the Tim Burton stuff, I'm like, oh man, this is so it's crazy that this is new. Coraline isn't Tim Burton though, is it? It's not. So no, it's, again, it's it's this it's this director though. Yeah. Even though he got I know I'm not because he's talking about he doesn't he's upset, Corpse which makes Bryant's sense. Tim Burton. Yeah. He's upset that everyone gives Tim Burton credit for Nightmare Before Christmas when he directed it, and I'm like, Yeah, that's tough. That's real tough. Yeah, but it's because I, I Tim guess his name is on Sorry. One second. They like used his name in the promo. He, it's like Tim but, like, Burton's three Nightmare weeks, Before but Christmas. Three weeks before, he was like, he didn't know. He was like, he did it. And then three weeks before the movie came out, they put Tim Burton's name on it. It was like Tim Burton Presents. Damn. And he was like, I know, I know. He's like, he would have been fine if he just knew that's what it was going to be. But anyway, I say that because I'm very happy we're about to do this movie because, yeah, I always, like, I, I, like, I don't know. I feel like we all like Tim Burton stuff. Like, I love, like, not to single him out because uh, this article singled out a lot of our wonderful directors that we love like sorry about that everyone my there was a delivery for my next door my next door neighbor uh, so they were at the door but they were confused they didn't know how to get there and then hey kelly 
My dog Kelly just went Wendell. The guard Bush. dog. The guard dog wow. was like, who I that? Knew, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I, knew, I knew. I didn't even hear it. What did he say? I didn't hear it. What did he say? I'm happy I missed it. What, what did he say? No, I was talking. I, I was explaining what just happened, which is that there's a person at the door. No, don't do the whole thing. Yeah, and, and my dog Kelly went Wendell and Wild. Man, you know what? I'm sorry. I, I asked to hear it again. Is, <laughs> my dog is adopted. I have it just from the viewer listeners that I have. My dog is adopted, so she has you know she has a little trauma response. So sometimes when people come to the door, she goes uh, you know Wendell and Wild. I asked for that. Like you I came, like- you sat back down, and I <laughs> <laughs> knew you were gonna go on that train, and I was furious the whole uh. time. <laughs> I'm like embarrassed. Explaining what? Okay, you don't have to explain it again. You ain't got to explain it again. I didn't plan this. I didn't plan for my dog to go Wendell and Wild. That's true. I mean, there's there's never been a less planned intro. You know. First off, (laughs) first off, Wendell is a name. Okay, Wendell is a name. (laughs) Yeah. How does the dog go Wendell? How does Kelly? You hear this disrespect Raz giving me? (laughs) Go Wendell and Wild. <laughs> Just start the show, man. Jonathan Raylock, James the Third, Drop Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Hollywood City. I swear it. <laughs> Which character was that? Can you? That was the that demon was hand. The, the demon hand. <laughs> it wasn't one of the lines. I looked at a, b- a bunch of quotes, and I was like, "No, I, I feel like that demon lo- head, uh, demon hand voice would be a fun one." For those of you listening, it is November, and October is officially over. But we are still doing scary movies. What? No, <laughs> this is the nightmare before Christmas. Except, but it's not. This is the nightmare before. What? No. Listen, this, this just because weird. Mariah Carey went from Halloween to Christmas, don't mean we ain't Christmas season yet, boo boo. Did y'all see that video? That was a scary video. That video was terrifying. The video of her going from Halloween. But I was like, why is she on the treadmill? Like, why is she on the bike? Like, what was the point of She was on doing Wicked Witch of the West from specifically from. Wizard of Oz? I ain't never seen nobody. Wizard of Oz, yeah. She was specifically doing Wizard of Oz. And then I don't know why. I'm saying, hey, listen, bad brain. Taking taking care of a child is hard. I know. It is. is It's tough. It's tough. It really is tough. But then she, but then when she says it's time and she was hitting that like fifth octave that she can hit, it was like, it was frightening. And I love Mariah Carey. Man, they better limit that in bars. They better have a whatever. But anyway, Wendell and Wow, baby. Yes, for for those listening for the first time, welcome. This is a film review podcast. We review the films of leading yeah, black actors. We talk about them in the uh, context of race and diversity in Hollywood. There are three of us <laughs> that host the show. The voice that you are listening to now that sounds like the trusted business leader of a town that you know 
would raise a a, a daughter. Like, oh yeah, he definitely going to raise everybody a loves mm. and, and <laughs> has a really nice family and would never sell a business. Ain't gonna never see that. You kid know, no, that get lost for <laughs> money. Business is that voice lies. is Jonathan yeah, Braylock. You. Oh, monorail ass Braylock. <laughs> ah! Braylock, that dude from The Simpsons who tried to sell niggas the monorail and shit, knowing that trade don't work. <laughs> Gerard didn't stop perfect. talking that entire <laughs> 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 It's only funny because I was watching this being like, man, if they had to do this in real life, this nigga Braylock could be could be key in that zone. He could be in here swindling the niggas with a smile. I would trust him, and then you ain't got no house. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, hating voice. This trusting voice, hating voice, trusting oh. voice. No, no, first oh, of all, no, 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 Bray. No, 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 Bray. It's Dry Milligan. Ha! Oh, <laughs> now you gotta sneak that shit in. Here. And uh, this voice is James the Third. All right. Hey, James, your voice deep as shit, dog. <laughs> Cartoon character from the movie. Like, your voice be sound like Bray White. Like, what is this? Why your this voice be voice, getting no hot? This voice. Not your voice. All right, it. guys. <laughs> we are reviewing Wendell and Wilde. What is this movie, you say? Well, it's on Netflix right now. It is a stop-motion horror comedy. Starring a black girl? Starring a black girl. What? What's her name? Lyric Ross? Yeah, she was from... Yes. I've only seen one episode, but I know she's on This Is Us. Oh, okay. She's like Great. the daughter. Yeah. Oh, on This Is Us on NBC. It also stars Keegan-Michael Key and Jordan Peele, who are the titular characters, Wendell and Wilde. Rames is a part of this, as well as Angela Bassett. And this was co-written by Jordan Peele, as well as Henry Selleck, who directed the film. Uh, and as we said in the cold open, he's also directed Coraline and Nightmare Before. Co-wrote the novel that this is based off of. The only thing those two movies have in common is there's no black lead. And stuff from Coraline, there's a random black dude like did you kind of see at one point? And that's Keith David, who still scares me to this day. That's right. But wait, but is Keith David... Oh, wait. No, he's not black in it. Man in that? No, he's like a, he's like a weird shadow. Is the boogeyman black? Right. He's not black. Oh, you mean in Nightmare Before Christmas? Good question, Bray, because I think that's a white man. I think it's Danny uh, Elfman. It's a white man <laughs> who's doing a southern New Orleans accent to sound like a brother. Is it Danny Elfman? Oh, no, no. Actually, I'm sorry. It's Ken Page. Ken Page is black. There we go. Okay. All right. Cool. <laughs> Ken Page like, is black. It is a black. Oh, I was right. It is a black though. man. I mean, he's not black in it, but like, you know, he I did. mean, yeah, he's a he's a he's a nightmare creature in it. He's the bad guy. in it. OK, no, we'll talk. So about the black the black we'll man is a bad guy <laughs> in the movie. You ain't got to say it like that, bro. You ain't got to. No, say the I, is well, OK, like he's listen. I he's the evil one in the movie. Is that better? Okay, you, there's a nicer way to say that. We're, this, we're all, we all right. We know a, the official in, in way a to town, say it, okay? In a town the that is called Halloween Town and features a bunch of ghouls and goblins, he's the ultimate demon. <laughs> I mean, no. no. Okay, look. Just since we're on black. this train, I got to talk about it, okay? <laughs> gotcha, I got to talk about it. Because Oogie Boogie <laughs> is a gambling, like, jazz singing, like, black, clearly black villain of Halloween Town. And why was the main antagonist of this movie a, a, a hell pimp? Like, 
who who <laughs> cared about Listen, how fresh okay. his hair was or well, wasn't. Well, we're not about to do <laughs> the shame at Nightmare Before Christmas. I'm going to say both of them. What is, what is it? I, I don't know if it's well, great. Also, he was, a, listen, man, he was gambling. <laughs> Oogie Boogie's thing was he was he was filled with bugs and for whatever reason gambled. The two don't connect. He was, like, <laughs> they don't he connect. was disgusting. He f- filled with gross things. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, but, you know. Well, it's not like every other single character within Halloween Town is white. Oh, wait, that is the case? I feel like you saying that as if that is the, okay. All right. Cool. Oh, I mean, they, 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 oh, yeah, okay. they all white, bro. That's it. He, he, it, he, he, it. And in Coraline, like you know, but look, well, we got this movie. So, we do like so we do like so, that movie. It's a, it's a fun movie. It's just the black guys dealt with. Dare them. I say? Uh, dare I say we love that movie? Or maybe maybe I don't include everyone. I, I'll say and to be I fair, love that movie, but like, also Oogie Boogie is like green and sometimes brown in the film. You know. He's like a burlap. He's a brown burlap sack. Yeah. So yeah, he's he's a, he's a jazzy. That New makes Orleans you feel any sack. better. <laughs> that his skin color. Feel it with bugs. It doesn't make me feel any better. And it's making it's even though Jordan Peele co-wrote and uh, co-wrote this movie, it's highlighting things about this movie in a way. It's putting things in this movie into context in a way that I don't. I was already a little perturbed about it. I know we haven't even done all of the rest of the setup. But there was stuff I was perturbed about that I'm now more perturbed about it thinking about Oogie Boogie. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so, yes. I but we're that. not reviewing A Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> we're reviewing Wendell and Wilde. Yeah, because uh-huh. the black dudes is in. Wendell and Wilde, baby. A lot of black people in this. It's also, yeah, this is on Netflix. It's got an 81% on Rotten Tomatoes. 71% audience score. Still, still good. You know, wasn't released in in the, well. I guess there's like a small release in theaters, but doesn't really have a budget. I mean, like a doesn't have like a box office. And it's about you know a teenage girl who lost her parents. She feels you know that her parents died because of her, and winds up consulting not consulting winds up making a deal with two demons to bring them into the real world so that they will resurrect her parents as some bad guys try to take over a town. Yeah. As which, yeah. As the black Donald Trump, black <laughs> yeah. Trump and a white Karen <laughs> try to take over. The town. All right. Wendell and wild. Who wants to start? I go first. I love this movie. I like it. I liked it a lot. I think there was, I do think there were some script things that could have been better. And also I will say, I think my enjoyment of the movie is kind of what I was touching on in the code open of just like, I was so excited that this movie existed. Like, again, I, I'm not going to say this is like the best movie, but I was like, it was a black person in stop motion. It was like a black girl. And then like to see Key and Peele and then even see like Ben Rames is like, what was he? He was the dad. What was his name? Be- uh, yeah, Buffalo Belzer. Yeah. Like Belzer? Buffalo Belzer. Belzer. Yeah, sure. But it was like, to me, I thought that was cool. I thought like how they were talking about the pipeline that I truly do believe exists between like the marginalized and, and mainly black communities and the prison system is so real. I thought that was cool. I thought how they had the trans best friend was kind of cool. Cause I'm like, it, it was something that was like touched on like for a second. And you're like, Oh yeah, cool. No one like, this is not the issue we're talking about in this movie. And I thought that was cool. Cause like, 
he ended up becoming just like one of the characters in the uh, in the movie and even at the school. I like the characterizations of it. It this movie was like beautiful to me because it existed, but also very hurtful because like I like Scorsese, I like Tim Burton, I like Spielberg, and then when I think about some of their movies, like Spielberg has two black led movies, but one was about you know the color purple, the other was about Amistad. Scorsese, if you in his movie, you getting your ass beat or you getting shot. You know, look at Anthony Anderson, Sam Jackson, and then Tim Burton. We just don't exist in those worlds. Unless there's that one. I think in there's the, the the vampire one, right? And it was like that's the one you are talking about. Uh, not Dark Shadows, the one the, the school, the school for the Samuel Jackson is in one of them. <laughs> oh, he he's the, the bad villain. guy. You're right. He is he's the, the bad guy. Oh, and like that was a Tim Burton movie. We were. Miss Peregrine's. Yeah. We were filming projecting children? when that yeah. was out. Yeah. yeah. I remember watching it during oh, the yeah, setup. That was a Timber movie. So, like, you know, I, I was happy. Samuel Jackson's the, the evil one in that one. Okay. He's the. Bray, you don't I have mean, to sorry, say I meant he's the villain. <laughs> you don't have to he's, say he's the one who's trying to, to kill like children. Bray, you could just be like, he's, an, he's the antagonist. Well, to be fair, he's trying to eat children because he needs to feed himself Come on, and why y'all probably doing this? his oh, okay. family. You're right. So, when you I eat a child, does, does that probably. kill them? Oh my god! Oh, yeah, no, they do yeah. die, but he needs to eat. But no. it is so he's a murderous. So but the, the different incarnation but the, of but evil. The posi- but the positive, the when, positive oh. out of these ten movies, we got a black dude as a lead. Well, it's not like he's the only black person in that movie. I'm pretty right? sure he is. Don't do this. Why are we doing? You know what? Let's, I'm focusing on the positive. I'm just saying I'm happy this movie existed. Well, it's not like that movie came out in you know like <laughs> the 2010s. Bray, it's like twenty five. Oh, it came out. You're, 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 you're being. You're saying it as if you know that the answer is that there is one that it did come out. You know what? You know what? We're not worried about that because this is a positive thing because they didn't do it, but Jordan Peele made sure that he did it. So like, boo yow. All right, yeah, no, we're talking about Wendell and Wilde. Let's go, James. Yeah, I'll go, I guess. I will say that I like the ingredients of this film, or some of the ingredients of this I film. I respect that. Tasty, tasty. And I do, you know, learning learning at the end that it is based off of a book that was already written, you know, and perhaps and it made me it makes me go, perhaps these characters are not black in this book let me actually look that up before i say anything else you know then i think okay then maybe i like maybe i actually like all of the ingredients in this movie but perhaps not in the way in which i saw them presented on the screen that being said this movie was truly there's no way that this movie wasn't made for me specifically you know like this (laughs) for you you know what i mean like this movie is like made for like you know i play nightmare before christmas every halloween i was a big james and the giant peach fan Coraline, i was there you know front row i think opening weekend you know so i consider myself a, a fan of henry selick's at least on the on screen work that i just named and so, you know, it certainly was made for me. I just feel like, you know, it just, I it, I was like scrutinizing it, especially looking at it through the lens of this podcast, like over scrutinizing it, like not liking that she has to go to jail and like all of these sort of things. I'm just like, really? And then, and then Wendell and Wilde are, are in, are literally in prison stripes and like, 
I wasn't feeling that. And and then sort of the way some of the information, again, all ingredients that I enjoy, the way that some of them come out feel felt a little like convenient and kind of like, you know, so I, 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 I you know, I, I like that this movie was made, but I think I'm too close to it or something, you know, to like to to, you know, have like thoroughly and enjoyed it in the way that I think that I was uh, that it was meant for me to enjoy that being said I love like the character design was was really cool I love how whichever character was Jordan looked just like him and like just like him (laughs) you can tell that they're trying to make Keegan's look like Keegan, but Jordan's was just Jordan. It was like somehow that was his face. I don't know how they did that, but that was really cool. And like I kept looking at like their noses, like why is it clear that their heads are multiple pieces? But I don't know. The over th- over time, I was like it probably has something to do with the size of them and like and how they're animated. And and I grew to like really appreciate that. I thought the scene where she battles her shadow demon on the wall was fucking beautiful, but like truly like incredibly moving, you know, and you know, the last thing, her last interaction with her parents is, is, is really sweet and and warm. And yeah. And to Jara's point, like the, like the kind of social political things that they're addressing in this movie was, was cool to see in this, you know, cool to see. I just, I just think that like, yeah, I, I think I'm too close to it and, and would have, and would have maybe liked a different kind of, a different kind of delivery of, of it. I, yeah, I think this movie is fun. There's a lot of, there's a lot of things to like about this movie. I do like the fact that, you know, to Jira's point, it is kind of like Tim Burton-esque world that we're in, but with black characters as a lead, which is nice. And other P- POC characters, which is fun. I think like some of the things that they're talking about is are cool. I do think this film like has a lot going on. Like it's almost too complicated. There's like a lot of stuff happening at the same time, which, you know, at certain times for me made it a little hard to follow. And I, I, I would imagine it would make kids hard to follow. You know, I can't lie. There is still a very present Christian background <laughs> that I grew up in. It makes me go like, man, this is really uh, <laughs> encouraging kids to become freaking demon raisers or whatever the hell they're called. What, what was she? What was she? Uh, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> she was a, a hell maiden. A hell maiden? Like, a I was like, hell maiden. And, the, and, and like... And they are they're very like, proud of it. They're proud of it. <laughs> like there's blood oaths. There's like blood oaths that they do. They're, like she like swears allegiance to two demons in a certain part of the film. Like, like at the end of the day, like the demons are cool and the the main the bit the demon lord is cool. I was just like, all right. <laughs> it's one of those things where like the the people who have the like conspiracies about like you know i don't know whatever hollywood trying to like having demonic influences and stuff like that where it's just like all right but then you see a movie like this and you're like okay i can see why they think (laughs) 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 i didn't even think about it in the case case of this this movie movie, i was like what what are we saying so you know i wasn't particularly thrilled with that i think you know, whatever. I'm sure a lot of people don't care about that at all, which is fine. That said, like, I do think 
the like what was happening in the real world with these like two you know Donald Trump at looking and then the, the woman who I don't know who she was supposed to be exactly but like just these two kind of like evil white people who are you know just trying to buy up people's land and you know it's trying to pump it's like having for-profit prisons and you know literally want like these children to go you know to, for the home to not work and then for them to then be going to prison so that they get paid more money like all that was like man that, they really went there so that's kind of cool I, I you know i enjoy that i just want to say in recent weeks Gerard has been liking movies and john and james like, have kind of been no yeah, <laughs> they kind of been okay. on the fence with these movies. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, I, we're not hating them the and coming I'm on and being like, "F this movie." <laughs> Look, I only do that when it's needed. Okay, <laughs> I only do that when it's needed. And then when I have to work with that person, you know what I say? This fucking episode don't exist. Okay, because I'm gonna hit Melissa and be like, "Melissa, pull that shit off." <laughs> <laughs> oh <my goodness. laughs> hey, Melissa. Hey, <laughs> Run it oh, back. Man. Erase that. Right, oh, well. man. So this movie, though, for the people who don't know, and they started developing it in 2015, Makes and it wasn't sold until sense. 2018, and they started making it in 2019. Wow. Yeah, the stop motion, forever. as everyone knows, takes forever. And there's a lot. There's, this movie is long. Yeah, man. It is very long. Oh man, this movie opens with such. Does it open with the death of the parents? It sure does. It sure does. This movie opens in such a key and peel fashion because the opening of this reminded me of because like in us is like the little girl, but she's at the fair. This one is like, where are they? They like, I guess it's not a well, fair. Yeah, at, they are. They're at. It is a yeah, fair, right? Some sort of market or something, and she's like was eating a bunch, and they're like some sort of like. Yeah, some kind of like fair esque mark, like you know, whatever. Now, did they own the brewery? They own the brewery. Yes, yeah, which was another thing that was funny. They were like, they like get a call and they were like, "We will not sell our brewery." Like, it was like more beer and less prisons, and I was just like, "More beer?" Like, <laughs> I was like, "Is this a kids <laughs> movie?" Like, I can't tell. Yeah. Okay. So that's I struggled with I struggled with whether or not this was a kids movie, and then it it wasn't until the scene, it wasn't until the scene with when she like fights her demons when I realized like no, this is a this is like a why it is it's, it's, it's like, PG thirteen skewed towards like teen yeah like it was what, like what do you consider Coraline? I think Coraline's PG though. I think because they're like Coraline's like dark. Coraline is pretty dark. Coraline is PG, but they're those kids. Yeah, those and those kids feel the kids feel younger, and I think because of that, I mean they just are right there. I think they're in middle school, and I think because of that, even though the subject matter is literally, I think like Wyborn dies. Like I think we see him die, yeah, like, and then <laughs> you know, and her mom is like trying to kill her in Coraline. You know, what I'm yeah, saying? yeah, but I, but I, yeah, but in I Coraline, do think that that is not. Like this is still geared towards older kids than right. Coraline is. Even if even if Coraline got you, is got not you. like elementary school, it's I if I feel like Wendell and Wilde is like for I feel like it's for like high schoolers, you know. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. I, I mean it's rated PG thirteen. But anyway, yeah. So she has this candy apple and you know, they're driving back and 
I ain't never like candy apples. I've never liked oh, so good. candy <laughs> apples. So Let me tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. Because someone told me once, and maybe this is because I had braces and my teeth were really bad and messed up for a very long time. They were like, if you have... <laughs> Yeah, I remember them. there was a teacher who said, yeah, but see, but who, but who cares about that brain? I'm a kid. But what someone told me was that there was a worm in, in candied apples because basically they said when the, when the caramel goes around the apple, the worm is stuck in the apple so they can't get out. I've actually heard so, that too. And I wonder if that was just a thing that was spread by someone in one spot. And then because of that, it, you know, to stop kids from eating them because of their braces or whatever and then and then that just spread and now everyone said it says it everywhere well i'm sure that's why that's in this movie been scared every since and that's what happens in this movie is that they're driving home it's right it's a there's a stormy rainy night you know mom's like be careful he's like it's fine we're almost home they're about to go over a bridge she bites into a candy apple there are worms in it she screams they they're like what's going on and he takes his eyes off the road and crashes the car Here's the thing about the worms. Are the worms a premonition of Wendell and Lyle? Oh, wait. Maybe. How, um, I got they, the are vibe. They, are they doing it to set it up, you mean? Yeah, I got the vibe. I only am now thinking that it's a premonition of specifically Wendell and Lyle. But, at the, but I got a vibe once she gets that premonition later. That Once that happened, that like, oh, shit. Maybe when she sees the, the apple... That was like one of her first premonitions, but she didn't know what it was or how to handle it. You know. Oh, I see what you're saying. I see. What, I, I didn't even think about it like that. I thought it was on purpose because that worm looked fucking gnarly. Like that. Like that worm it really did. It was like two of them, or or a two or a two headed worm. That was really gross. Yeah, that thing like split. And then what made me so sad is that her dad is knocked out, and I'm like, oh man, the mom can get her out. But when the mom's like, you got to breathe real deep. And then she just like floats away in the darkness. Ah, yeah, it was it was sad because the mom probably could have gotten out, too. But because she wanted to help, I will say the dad, it annoyed me that the mom let her daughter go, like opened up the window before trying to at least unlock the dad first and then open up the window. Well, you're trying to get your kid out. You're just trying to get the kid out. You know. Yeah, I, mean? I, to... I get it. I feel I I feel like, you know, I feel like it's that it's the opposite of put the, your mask on first. It's like she certainly can get out. And I will stay to help the knocked out father, you know. But I think that they but but thinking just a second more, it's like if you unlock the dad, go with her. You know, you could at least go with her. You can unlock the dad and try to pull them both up at the same time, or mm-hmm. just go with mm-hmm. her immediately. But the farther down you, the farther down the you harder get, it is to get back up. Yeah. You know, the harder it is to get to yeah. the top. You know, yeah, because of the weight and the pressure. I say that as a person who knows how to swim and save. The I kid. know that's what it feels like. Had she done that, they because would because the thing be is, alive, she know? had no. <laughs> She, there was no guarantee that the daughter was going to make it either. You know what right, I mean? Yeah. It's kind of yeah, like absolutely. just try to just trying to save them both. It's like save your daughter. <laughs> it was. I I feel anyway. like this opening is so, but it it is very it's very easy to, easy to say in this way. And I think <laughs> that you're in a life and death situation. You're not. And, but, 
<laughs> you have three seconds to make a decision. But that's that's what makes it so tragic. It's like is we can see all of these other avenues, but at the end of the day, you know, she saw the thing screamed, and now her parent and and now her parents are dead. And I you know? totally get um, her blaming herself for that. I think a yeah. Lot of, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, a hundred percent because low key is like. Amen. <laughs> like, like you know, sometimes when you watch, no, you know, sometimes you watch a movie and it's fault. like, this wasn't your fault. It's the dad's fault. If you in a car, if I'm in a car and my niece screams in the back seat, I'm gonna be like, what, what's happening? I, I may I know, look, but you're driving. It's you can't, raining to you can't, a degree you that can't they're like fully turn your head around. And the yeah. mom's in and the and car, so she could, he could have been like, like, what's going on, and just looked at the mom, you know, and. <laughs> hey man, it's a reflex. Who knows, bro? Who knows? Bro? I'm just saying, if she wouldn't have ate the apple like her parents told her to, Listen. you know, oh, I know wow. kids don't listen. You if it's there. anyone's fault, it is the dad's fault. If if it is, if, if I mean, it is the dad's fault. Oh, it is the dad's fault. Child <laughs> screaming <laughs> for biting into a candy apple and the worms. It is the dad's fault. The dad turns fully around. They're in the middle oh, of this right. it's storm. A- the mom was just saying, we probably shouldn't be driving right now. And he was like... James, I have finally <laughs> got a black man in stop motion, and you trying to turn him into the villain again? No, again? he's not the villain. He just is the reason they crash, you know? He killed himself. <laughs> not, there's a difference. Oh, there's a difference. No. No, it's, it's, you know, it's tragic. Tragic accident. Yep. She's an orphan. And then she's also like, and then she, there's kind of like a time jump where she's like, yeah, that happened. You know, I became. The time jump was you cool. Know, I got picked on. I became a bad kid. And anyway, you know how they say everybody has their own demons. Well, my demons have names. Wendell and Wild. And then you get the title of the. Yeah. That was a cool. cool. I like that line. I like the like. I like. See- yeah. 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 That wasn't bad. Yeah. And seeing the like the out the story in 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 green and black you know being acted out and all of that was was cool i do start to get uncomfortable because she's clearly in prison she like goes to jail or whatever and i was like she goes to juvie she goes to juvie and i was but like but this oh, high b james she beats this high b like anytime the kid fine. comes back and they ref probably yeah yeah probably. Well, we see what happens later what ha- what what happens later but at this time we don't quite know exactly what it is we just know that she is on a on a on Oh my goodness. Okay, so in the beginning, so I'll just say what happened. So in the beginning, we see kids picking on her. And then later when she fights her demons, we see that same thing happen again, but then we see her push the kid down the stairs. And who knows what happens to that kid, but but it's like, oh shit, did she kill a kid? Did she, you know, in self-defense or whatever, but like, you know, kill, you know, push a kid down the stairs. I mean, but this is so. how these movies be. Like, they go through something. Like, this could have been a white girl. I know. So like, it's, and that's the thing. You know. it's, it's because it's based off of a, st- a story, not a book. I don't think, I don't even know if the book was released, but it's based off a story that 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 Selleck wrote. You know, it's like, I don't think race was involved in it and it could, it could have been anyone. You know, that's how, that's, this is the plot of like Free Willy. That's how Free Willy <laughs> starts, you know. But, <clears throat> but it just rubbed me the wrong way in this movie about a, a black, it's like the first one that we get and it's like, here she is. She's in prison. You know, it's like, I don't <laughs> know if I like that. 
I I get that. I do get that. I do like that when she's when she's there. Like that woman seems to care when she kind of has like you know uh, PTSD. Like when she like goes across the bridge. I thought that was like. I was interested to see how this movie was going to play out, to be honest, because I had no clue where it was going to go. And also, even her, the woman who was driving her was like indigenous, right? Yeah, yeah, that was cool. Because you know know what it is? This movie showed me, to be truthfully honest, like it shows you can populate a world, and I know this sounds dumb, but like you can really populate a world and have it be with people of color and not have it be something that's weird like the fact that this the fact that this little girl which normally in a movie would be white was black and then the fact that like her handler was like indigenous like there was nothing too crazy about that the fact that her best friend was trans nothing too crazy about that like you know like literally the friends the 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 three girls were all different races black asian and indian not a big thing I don't know. It just it just showed how easy it is, but how difficult Hollywood makes it for no reason. I was just talking to someone about a time that I sat in on auditions for something and I was like one of the only people of color behind the desk. And there was a guy who came in who had, even to this day, the only thing that I remember, it was the funniest thing that day, but it's the only thing that I remember from that auditions now, now at this point, you know, and they were going to put him in the no pile and like, and it was me being like, that was really good. And he, you know, has a lot of potential and blah, blah, blah. Like that, like, that, like got him to go to the next level. And it was just like this thing of like, or it reminded me that like, it really just be a choice that like, it's like, and it, and it takes, you know, and it sometimes just takes people of color in those positions to be like, yep, the woman driving the van will be indigenous. You know, like, it's just like, <laughs> uh, because otherwise it's going to be a white person, you know, or, or whatever, you know, listen, it's, it's, it's crazy. Cause even thinking about that, I think I told y'all like off the record earlier, like one of my friends was talking about a movie where we know a lot of people in it and he was really excited to bid on this movie. And his white boss was like, no. And he was like, this movie is very funny and it, it will probably be really big. And we had a chance we we're going to lose it. And his boss just didn't understand it because it was a black movie what quote unquote black comedy, which felt which literally translated as lesser. Like it like to this person it translated as lesser than because it didn't have a white person behind it initially. And I'm just fascinated by that. Even watching this movie, it's like, yeah, I think there's issues for sure. But I don't know. The fact that it exists is like very I don't know, man. It's very cool to me, yo. It's very good. Like, even even when she gets to the school and those three girls show up, in my mind, I'm like, oh, okay, these girls are going to, like, kind of torment her the whole time. But in actuality, they just wanted her to enjoy her. Like, their whole purpose was just to befriend that girl. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Now, all of that time. energy that they were giving her is was genuine. <laughs> and, like, and they just wanted her to feel their infectious joy. Weren't they floating at one point? It looked like they were, (laughs) it looked like they, it looked like when they came out and like welcomed her, there was a point where all three of them were hovering in the air for a second. I don't know. But very shortly after they meet, she has a premonition of this brick falling and and killing one of them and, and kind of sees it ahead of time. And so is able to save, I don't remember their names. I don't either. But she saves she saves like the the villain's daughter. Chiffon, Chiffon. 
the villain's daughter is she mixed but the parents are white yeah no so the dude the dad is black uh, the, the donald dad trump is, black is trump. a black dude black trump yeah he black trump and then the dad is black trump he kanye west you know what i'm saying Mm-hmm. Oh my god! They made that man look just like Trump the whole time. Sort of and, infuriating. And then, <laughs> and then the priest, did she? Oh yeah, they get invited in, and then she deals with the priest who's on the treadmill. Who who she realizes very quickly only wants her there for she's money. Like, right? She's like, you only care about the school. You don't really care about like us, you know. And he's like, what are you? What, what are you talking about? And, but we very quickly realize that he's in cahoots with the clap. They're called their names are Claxon, with the Claxons who are the Claxons, the Claxons. Which their symbol. I don't know if people noticed their symbol was KK, and I was like, y'all niggas know y'all wanted to add something for that third K, but it was probably too much. You had to pull they it back. Sure, they certainly did. The Claxon is their name. Okay, <laughs> you know uh, Claxton okay. Corporation. <laughs> Claxton Corporation. And it's interesting because like once he, what, you know what it is? Okay. So I went to a Catholic school like my whole life. I've never had a I've never had to deal with a priest, really. We had nuns and sisters who who ran most of the schools. When I saw this dude, I'm like, oh man, this dude is shady. Cause I remember not necessarily a priest, but I remember they may listen. I knew of an associate who would like take kids in. They cared. They cared for them. But also, I remember it was a big deal about how much the state would give these people to take care of kids. And I remember I remember at one point in my life, like, again, nothing ever happened. I remember thinking, y'all really care about these kids? Or y'all just trying to get all this money? You know what I'm saying? And so the fact that this dude only cared about the money, I'm like, mm-mm. And, and that, was, that was a tough, that was a hard thing about when she, when her past got recounted too, because the first place she went to before she even went, I think before she even went to them, to the, to where she ended up, they were also like seeing dollar signs when they, when they grabbed her. So like everyone, every place she had been, (laughs) you know, was like excited for the money that they could get bringing her in and not excited about her only saw dollar signs when they saw her. It was really sad. Which is so sad, man. It's like I think they about made those kids. this priest look just like James Hong, the guy who who did the boy. <laughs> why? Why? Why did it look just? What the whole time I was watching it, I was like, why does this feel like I know this actor? And then <laughs> I did too, but I was like, man, they didn't even try to hide it was him, bro. They was like, they're like, did you again? Like it was interesting because. Yep, he gets murked by the people, and they like kill him, beat yo. Him they over, like, like beat him to death, and then and then throw him in a frozen lake. Yeah. When do we when do we see Wendell and Wild for the first? We actually time? see it. We actually see it after the title after the after the like initial after the parents get killed and the title credits come up, and then we we go down to that world, and I think we see you know all of the. But what's his name? Belzar. Or- Oh, it's it's like it's the it's it's Buffalo Belzer. We see his like evil. We see all these, yeah, exactly. Theme park? All the all the it's souls are park, being tormented. Yeah, it's theme park. It's very. It's actually very. But they like yeah, it. But they like. But they like it. So I twist on hell. I liked this sequence. I liked the sequence. It was strange and unnerving, and and it's weird when like the ghosts are like. 
yay, this is great. And then they fall into the water and then they get they get electrocuted by electric eels. And they're like, I don't like it anymore. And it was like, well, what is this? They were bored. <laughs> you know, like, what are, was, what they were are bored we with the world. They were bored with the world. <laughs> I, I liked sort of, you know, it felt like a cool, I mean, not like we haven't seen afterlife amusement parks before, but like, but not in this way on this scale, you know? And so I, I liked that, but I am really not loving Ving Rhames being like a, a hell pimp. I'm just sort of feeling weird about it. <laughs> like it feels weird. Now, did you it's- feel weird about the fact that he had his two sons, you know, install spark plugs and, and, and hair cream <laughs> Right. And then, and so then, right. So then we get into that and like, that's what they're doing. And it's like, why, you know, like, what was the, why is his thing, his hair? It made me think about like, it made me think of like, it it just, it really made me think of like pimps and like, you know, like being like, oh, my wig got to be clean and my perm got to be blah, blah, blah. You know, he's like so obsessed over his hair. I was just like, what? What? Oh well. Why? Well, Henry Selleck directed Monkey Bone too. He directed both of those. Oh, movies. Monkey Bone this was movie. as well. Yeah, oh, he directed Monkey Bone too. Oh man, it did terrible at the box office. Well, that Bone? can't be right. Oh yeah, that Monkey bombs. Bone. Oh yeah, no way. That made bombs. no money. I remember that. that. Made no money. No, but it says no, but it says seven point six million. Yeah, it's it was no yes, sir. yes sir. Yeah, Chris Kattan yes, and uh, Monkey Bone. Yeah, that was a, that was a huge For, bomb. Oh my I gosh, I had no idea. Shit, I don't even know what to say. That threw me off. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Uh, When's the last time you heard anybody talk about Monkey Bone? <laughs> Bruh, but, but a movie... Yeah, Bray and, I, Bray and I are both... That, like, rolled off both of us because we remember mourning at the time. And then Gerard is hitting... It's hitting Gerard Because now. you know what it is? Because I saw the numbers. It was like, I thought I was reading it wrong. Because <laughs> like, it said the budget was 75. Be, this little money. And the box office 7.6. I was like, it's no way. I must have read, I must have read it wrong. Well, did but you no. see Monkey Bone? At the time, well, we, uh, this this isn't about me. This isn't about me. This ain't, this, this ain't about me. Because let me tell you, I remember seeing the the commercials for Monkey Bone and being like, "This is a movie for me." And you want to know what I did? Not I saw it. On, I, saw it uh, I saw it. I saw it came out on uh, v, uh, VHS or DVD. I still I haven't VHS. seen it. Oh man! To this day, I still haven't seen it. I don't, I barely, I, it, it's a, it's a crazy movie. It like, it's a movie that doesn't, I couldn't follow it as a, as a young person. I re, and I probably, if I watched it now, would be like, oh yeah. Cause it didn't make any sense. Oh man. It's like, but it, it it's like Roger Rabbit, but with stop motion stuff, right? Like, it's like, it's like Brendan yeah, it's, Fraser it's and then they're like in and, uh, stop motion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll all see right. It. Well, yeah, I'll I watch it on the board day. You know, I do like okay, so I feel you, James. I didn't I didn't I didn't really peep that he was a space pimp. There was something about so it's funny you said Ben Rames. There was uh, something about help him. It was something about Jordan's voice that felt I don't know how to say it. But when he started talking and he was like, Come on, Wendell. I was like, I was like, I don't know what this I was like <laughs> But you're the older brother. <laughs> He's like, come on. He's like, you gotta try this. And I was like, what do you mean? That's hilarious. I didn't even, I didn't and recognize he, that. And at one point, you say it, I'm like, oh yeah. I, I couldn't help it, man. Because at one point, when he does it, sorry, James, at one point, when he moves it down, they have a tight shot of his face. 
mean, I don't know whether it's just the 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 racism Hollywood has put in my in my mind, but I pro- I promise you, bro, it felt like he poked his by the lip. I was like, you gotta try this, and his lip poked out, and I was like, oh, what is happening? Sure. <laughs> Absolutely like, not. I'm sorry. So what were you saying, James? <laughs> no, I was just saying that. And then to that same point, sometimes it felt like they were doing the voice. And then other times it felt like, but for both of them, it's some, and then other times it felt like they weren't doing voices at all. Did anyone else feel that? Well, I felt like Key only was doing Key, which I was kind of cool with. I felt like Jordan would slip in and out of this voice. I think at one point he was like, man, this shit might be too offensive. Let me stop doing this. <laughs> let me let me, let me take this back, back a notch. A little bit. There's a little bit, little left. Oh, I'm sorry, y'all. This monkey bone trailer is insane. The monkey Why bone trailer starts. The monkey bone. Trailer. The monkey bone trailer starts with a mic, with a white man screaming. This movie came out Show in 1997. When did it come out? 2001. One of those years. Yeah, it came. Lily white man goes, "Show me the monkey." That's how this trailer starts. Oh my gosh! All right, back to this movie. Y'all got me in a hole. I am in a hole. I am sorry. I now actually have to know what year Monkey Bone came out. Hold on. 2001. Okay, good. Thank you. Wow, I did I did nail it. <laughs> okay. The good. man behind the monkey. Lord have mercy. So we see them. We see they're trying to get out. They've been imprisoned by their dad to install his hair implants. That's their punishment for whatever they because they tried to design their own, their own fair. And he was like, no, this is treason. And punish them to like do his hair plugs, and then and then when high on eating the the hair plugs, they see. Wait a second. You know what? I don't want to describe this movie because I feel like it's gonna make me not like it. I don't. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm so done. I have to say. I have to say. It doesn't normally bother me when when cartoon characters behave as if they're high, but this was one of those instances of me being like, I thought this was a kids movie. The second. The second it like kicks in for for uh, whichever one was was Peel, the second it kicks in for him and he starts getting all whatever high or whatever, I was like, I can't believe we are seven minutes into this movie and we're watching two black demon prisoners get high off of hair cream. I was like, this is the first black stop motion movie I'm watching. I'm, I'm watching two black demon prisoners get high off of hair cream. I, I was, I was upset. I was like mad. I was like, I can't believe this is what this is. Again, it becomes something else as the movie goes on. But it was like it. I was offended in the beginning. Which you know. I, 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 James, I understand it. It's funny because usually I have those hamperages about stuff, and I'm like, for this one, I just let it all go. I was like, fuck it, we in it, baby. I, again, I think We're I'm too. It. I think I'm just too close. To, I think I'm too close to it. I think I was like hoping for just Jack Skeleton being like, you know what, fuck Halloween. I want Christmas. You know, like I just wanted somebody. I just wanted somebody to be doing some crazy, you know, nonsense. And this was like a little too like. Because it felt like, and also not knowing the original story, it felt like because they were black, they were prisoners and doing drugs and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And talking about hair cream, you know? And like, and I don't know how true that is or or not. It just felt like it, it felt like it was like because of that, they were doing those things. 
Yeah. I mean, they were trying to get out when they saw the... What, what did they call her again? The the Hell Maiden? Is that what her name was? Hell Maiden, yeah. Hell the, Maiden. the Hell Maiden? It was interesting because when we get to the Hell Maiden... Sorry, keep calling. I feel like I shouldn't be calling her a Hell Maiden. I don't that's know why that feels is. inappropriate. It's not rude for you to say that. <laughs> that's that's Well, I, it does feel weird because it's a weird thing for a movie with kids to... But... That's what it is. That's what's in the movie. Again, no, again, I think we have to really think about this as like the, we have to be thinking about like 17, 18 year old, like goth kids, you know? That's who we have to be thinking about. Oh my goodness, Tetris. Tetris. That's, so that's a dog named Tetris who we're all, who, a friend of the podcast, Tetris. (laughs) Friend of the pod, Tetris. But no, yeah. (laughs) So yeah, look. That's what's happening with Wendell and Wild, yeah. You know, also just to connect these two, because it goes back and forth, but just to connect it, you know, eventually they realize this that they 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 know that Cat is a Hell Maiden. They are able to communicate with her via a uh, a bear that is that is. I forgot what the bear was called. A bear that is some kind of totem yeah, that can hell totem. Yeah, what was the the bear had a name. name that was that was like um, also almost like Beelzebub, like it was like Bearzebub or something. You know, it was like another. Uh, uh, we have a couple riffs off of that name in this movie, and that's that was one of them. And it's really I liked I liked the the idea behind this character the, behind this totem because she's she's like doing the like you want to play you know like <laughs> you know but also it's like a spooky demon <laughs> bear creature uh, they could have had some that marks her yeah that literally electrocutes her and puts a and puts a mouth oh, like a on the mouth back on of the her back hand, hand <laughs> that the sister what's her name heli sister heli oh my goodness sister, sister heli of course heli man <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, Sister <laughs> Helly, who we soon find out is also a Hell Maiden, but has powers. Oh, I guess the whole thing is that all Hell Maidens have powers, and Sister Helly's powers are that she could, like, turn into smoke and move through the demon world, maybe? Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, I, like I was that. like, that's interesting. And then Kat's powers are is being able to see the future, like premonitions. I thought I thought she was about to be a bad guy. Same. The, the Sister Helly. at first. Yeah, I thought she was gonna be a bad yeah. guy, and I thought no, like I didn't have I didn't have that vibe because it felt like, yeah, I didn't I didn't get that, but I can understand how you would because literally like she becomes a hell maiden and has weird powers and <laughs> and, and and she's like keep this a secret and also I'm a nun. And you're like, well, are you? <laughs> it was also like the bad guy, like the the guy that who had trained her, and they have like a weird relationship. The janitor Manberg he hunts down demons and keeps them in jars, which is considered like evil and wrong in this world. And they're like looking at him like, how could, how dare you imprison these demons? And I was just like, what, what are demons in this world? <laughs> well, I do like, like on super, on supernatural, they, they don't always do this, but they sometimes go into it being like, well, a demon is a human, you know? And then they sort of like kind of get into the potential gray area of, of that, of like, well, I don't want to do demon things. I am just under this, you know, I, I have been given this designation, but I don't want to to do that. 
and and I think ultimately, right, where Wendell and Wilder are like, we're trying to create this amusement park and it's to help just everyone in the afterlife, upstairs and downstairs. I think that's the idea behind like them too, that it's like, yes, they're demons, but but you know after a certain point it's like you know they've maybe done they've paid their they've paid their debts and now they you know want to be more than that or whatever i think you know <laughs> so i mean i guess i can accept that <laughs> no i mean no i mean it's one of the things that you're not wrong. sorry i'm here playing with this dog the dog was chilling all day now when i got on the mic he's like play with me dude play with me Tetris is, uh, I wow, mean. Wow, the, the bark was so loud that Kelly heard it and was like, what's going on? <laughs> it's okay. Kelly was Can they like do the then. pod? Can Kelly and, let's just pause for a moment and see what Kelly and Tetris want to say. About Listen, it. Tetris is like, I want nonstop rubs. Don't you stop. Anyway, I will say this though. When they finally, okay, I want to touch on one thing. How I wish we had someone who knew. I was reading articles about the best friend and I thought because, before they addressed it, Raul, voiced by Sam Zayla, at first it was like they're they're at an all girl boarding school, and then when Luis first shows up, I'm like, oh, is this like how does this work? Because it never came across my mind that like at first this movie would touch on like having a trans student, which I thought was like very cool for me. And I wonder like, does this feel? I'm just very curious to know like, does this feel like good representation? What I'm saying is story wise, I couldn't tell if that's if this was enough or if it was just like not enough. I, I thought it was cool in the sense just I, I thought it was just like trans representation, but the has nothing to do with that. It's not a part of the story, but we, we want to acknowledge the identity. So we'll add this one line to, you know, in case you were wondering like, yes, this is a trans character. And then that was kind of it. I don't know. Did the story have to deal with that person being trans? I don't think so. They like, this person, this character winds up creating this mural on top of all the different homes using like an insanely elaborate projection that they set up in a tower and like turn on and then paint. It's like really cool <laughs> and crazy and winds up being the thing to save the day. It didn't yeah. occur to me that it was on every house in this, in this. No, way. no, I don't and think. The, um, you were even supposed yeah. to know that, yeah. But yeah, that was really that was really cool until the reveal. Really cool. But yeah, so the the story does get somewhat confusing because it's like, you know, cat like sees the ghost and they tell him, yeah, go, steal this teddy bear. The bear is going to tell you what to do. You'll repeat, you know, say what it does. We'll be brought back to life. We'll bring your parents back to life. You know, she does that. She steals the bear. She gets a witness. She does get them back to life, but for some reason, like they get diverted as they're like coming up through the grave, so they don't they don't uh, arrive near her. So, so she thinks it didn't it didn't work, and they think that she's not there. They wind up just randomly reviving the father, you know, the priest who had died, and he's like, and so he's like, wait, you know, they, they're like, great, like pay us so that we can build this amusement park and he's like oh i don't have money and none of nobody in this town does either this town is dead and then they're like all right we'll kill you then and then he's like whoa, whoa, whoa wait like i know how you can get money and he devises a plan that's like if you meet with the klaxons and get 
and then and then you know convince them that you can raise debt the dead council members that will get them the vote to so that they can what was the vote for again oh like whether build, or not to tear down build the, the prison like because the prison supposed to, they wanted the prison you know they wanted the beer the brewery area so that they could like expand this prison or or what have you right and that and got they burnt kept down being a, like, fi- no. a mysterious fire that video a lot of people uh that video was so sad when they just showed like how the system would work of just flowing from the school down to the prison. I right. Was like, that was when oh. they were talking to their daughter and she's like, yeah, like, I don't know. People are saying like, this is what you're doing. Like you're doing this, this and that. And they're like, Oh my God, we're so proud of you for figuring out. Yes. That's exactly what we're doing. <laughs> it's it's really so interesting. Business model. I always think about that when, you know, I have friends and they talk and they tell me a story about their like grandma or grandpa. And I'm like, they're, your grandparent might be racist. And they're like, no, that's just like such and such. And I like explain and like, wait, no, I'm like, no, they might be a little homophobic. And I'm like, this is this realization that your loved one is a problem must be real tough. Real, real tough. <laughs> Lord. Going out a little bit out of order, but so basically the 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 Claxons are like, great, this is the deal, but you can't revive anybody else because they re- realize that the parents could be revived and if that happens like they'll tell everybody that you know i actually didn't understand why the parents couldn't be revived because it wasn't like the parents knew or they thought the parents might know that they burnt down the town is that what it was but they died before the the brewery burnt down or is it just because that they would be able to still have ownership of that land or so i thought it was that that's what i was thinking it was but but because of how everything plays out I think at the end of the day, all that it really was was like they didn't want there to be anyone that could that could contest the vote, you know, because at the end, because like because if they could still have ownership of that land, then it's like they just walk in and, you know, and then they're like the vote, the vote. We now have the votes or whatever. But what they ended up being was just like a presence to fight against it, you know, and so they only wanted like just their constituents to be raised, you know, which is, you know, sure. Okay. I'll take that. So I will say this. Okay. Let, let me, let me go back a little bit. I will say one thing is very cool. Bray. I'm now thinking about the religious implications of this movie. I'm not sure about certain scenes anymore, but when I was watching <laughs> it, when I, when I was watching it and like, she comes back with her friend and all of a sudden, you know, this is when her hand, I still don't understand the hand thing. A lot like uh, like the hand possession, but like it made her pledge, and I was like, well, "Why she did she was do going? That? To, she was going to pledge, and so because she was going to the hand, like like did it magic. for her or yeah, something? Yeah, because it was like the magic of the of the pledge sealed it. You know what I mean? Something like that. Yeah. I it also is sort of like the reality is like being a hell maiden, and maybe this will help Bray, but being a hell maiden is both a blessing and a curse you know and so you can use it for for good but if it right no i mean that definitely you. doesn't help right it's definitely it's like that's the, <laughs> that's the pro uh, that's the problem with it, that it that, that, the, the problem is, is that being it, like that it is, it is, it is a blessing, 
blessing. Like, is, that, yeah, that they're like, they're like, no, no, no. Like, it's a, at at the end of the day, it's like mostly good. And you're like, what? <laughs> right. Swearing allegiance to a demon? No, if you if you can then, again, balance, I'm like, what the do they think thing. demons are? <laughs> like, it's what the Constantine are they? Thing. If you can balance, <laughs> if you can, if it's you just, can, if, here's my thing. Here's my thing about it. The thing that's so funny about it is like, there's one thing to be like, there's one thing for like you know, people to like try to reclaim like what it means to be a witch and like, and the idea of magic being good or bad, right? Like it's like Harry Potter, there are like good witches and bad witches. And it's like, no, 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 like magic isn't inherently bad. Like it could be good. Like, and you know what? Like I get that, like, cause that folklore is like separate, right? But when you're using the, f- it, like, even if you don't believe in it, but when you're using the folklore of demons and like hell, like that is from a specific, you know, religion or religions. And those things are very clearly like demons are evil spirits. And so now you're saying that, no, they're not really evil. Then it's like, then I go, so what you have to re, then if you're trying to, if you're trying to like change what they are, you have to tell me what they are, but you're not, you're just borrowing from all it's the just imagery this weird and then gray telling area. me that they're good. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm like, yeah. what do you what do you mean? They're not. And then also seemingly there are no bad demons, right? Like there are no, they're we just, don't even we don't even see any bad demons. Technically they're just misunderstood because they were just kids who ran away from home and got technically that white dude was a bad guy because he kidnapped those kids. Remember, like yeah. the dude is like, Oh, I right. thought his de- the demons' children. Yeah, he I'll, was like, I thought I'll they say, were gone. Yeah, I'll say I think I think you're hundred percent correct. What I do like sometimes what things do, though, is when they like sort of go like they use hell as the like language, but it's like but that's ne- but it's not necessarily hell. You know, it's like not necessary. It's like it's, it, you know, like Buffy had like hell dimensions, but there was it wasn't, tr- you know, it wasn't the true the the Christian heaven versus hell, you know, kind of uh stuff you know but of course we don't know what this is at all you know i think this is just i think that, like to me it's almost like this is like this isn't like heaven or hell it's just like it this almost feels like you know greek mythology where it's like everyone just goes to the underworld and just depends on like how you're living in the underworld versus like you know there's a uh god and the devil because it just feels like you know because everyone was having everybody was having fun in like the underworld, like on the roller coasters and shit. So I'm like, who knows? But I will say, now thinking about this context, she has to go and do something. I forgot what they tell her to do. And they make her friend Luis like dig up all the graves. Like he has to go in and like push all the graves out. And they kind of have this musical number as they bring back the people from the dead. Like that, I thought the sequence looked kind of cool, but now thinking about it, like, oh no. But you know what? That's called a second chance at life. You know what I'm saying? Those people got a second chance. Well, what I thought was cool about this, how this, how this plays out in the movie is that like the, 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 what ended up, what ended up changing the shape of this town, you know, the votes that ended up winning and counting were literally the votes of dead white men or men and women but dead white people you know literally was the vote that that counted and it and it was it made me 
you know, for as much as I was like not really vibing with this dude being like a black Trump, it w- it felt like a really uh, a great metaphor for make America great again and, and all that stuff. It was like literally this is dead. Like this idea <laughs> is dead. And the only way it's going to last is if you resurrect the, the the dead in order for this to to work. I thought that was I did think that was cool. Yeah, it, the only thing that makes me like weird about it is that like yeah, they just basically resurrected a bunch of dead white people and when I looked at the when I when, <laughs> they're like this is the, that's the law. I do I mean there is something funny about that though cuz I was like cuz it's so ridiculous in the context of the movie cuz it's like no, why would you ever let zombies vote? Who cares what the law says? Like that's it's so obviously wrong. You shouldn't do it. And yet that is how we operate in America. It's like, well, it's the law. <laughs> what can we do? What can we do? It's the law. You know, <laughs> like we're going to do this obvious immoral thing, you know, that doesn't really make any sense because, well, that's what the law says. It's so hard because even when you see them that's in the what courthouse. The says, sorry, sorry. Yeah. It's just there's a bunch, there's like two old black ladies, like the mom is like Latino, and they're like, we we fight you guys every time, and then a bunch of dead white people come in and they lose, and I was like, oh no. I mean, I hate to say it, but like, oh, that's no. how it be though. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That's yeah. how it be though. I know. know, it'd be a bunch the of old. Constitution was written by dead dead white men <laughs> yeah red white yeah men who don't know a damn thing about what's happening right now and yeah. everybody's going yep <laughs> oh this is rough fuck you know <laughs> then 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 we have this wonderful moment where like oh i will say the beautiful moment of when her parents come back and her parents are so kind and so sweet and they finally see her and her first thing her mom says, and like I don't think she says it to her. Oh, she does say it. She says it to her. You got tougher since we've been gone. And it's and it and it was one of those things where like you can tell it wasn't in a good way. It was like, oh man, you've been the world has hardened you. And she goes, I had to be. Um I, I do think there were such nuances between like how I I think I forgot, Bray, it might have been you or James, I can't remember, but like. I think, yeah, this movie had a lot going on and we would have just simplified it. Like, it was something about just dealing with the loss of, like, parents, you know what I mean? That is just enough. Like, dealing with loss is just enough. And Because those moments were her and her parents and then even when they have to go help and, like, I don't know, it was something about, like, her getting the parents back and then them all trying to stop, you know, the Claxons from, like, bulldozing the town. Like, it was something yeah. that was so beautiful about everybody working together that I thought, even, even, even Wendell and Wilde working, realizing like, you know, they weren't all bad. At the end the, of the stuff day. that happens in in the final act of this movie really kind of opens up the movie for me in a nice way. It's this, it's these things that you're talking about. Like, you got tougher. Really st- sticks out. Her, her having to leave them to go do whatever the the fuck it is that she has to or no it's not her it might be raul that has to no no it's her it's when she she leaves them and we see them kind of at the bottom of the stairs a little bit cast in shadow you know is a very was a very powerful like yes you have to like move on from this you have to like let this go kind of imagery and like and and so many 
so many great things are happening at the end, but because so much is happening in the movie, we like can't really spend the time that we like want to spend on 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 some of this stuff. And that's a real shame, I think. Yeah. But I think you're right. It would have stayed on some things. Like, it was something I like the idea that the bodies were decaying. So, like, even if they could figure out her parents, like, she had to let go. And then, James, even you bringing up that wonderful scene of her literally fighting her demon. I don't know. It was something so beautiful. And it was like a long scene to let you know, like, they was, she, they was fighting. Like, her and that demon was fighting, you know? I do think it's something beautiful to that. The like, movie uh, could have, I swear to you, been just about that. I like. I agree. I like, don't need the stuff about the town. Like I don't need. Like again, all of it's great, but like if by the end, you know, it's sort of like that New Mutants movie where like at the end, it's it's just it's her versus the freaking demon she created that killed her that killed her parents. <laughs> you know, it's this sort of very similar kind of story, and and it really there's a lot you can you can get a lot out of that if you you know if you really kind of just are able to sit in those things and like, and really kind of deal with, with what's happening head on. Yeah. Cause it's like, how does a movie, cause I'll also just say this too. Again, I, I know I don't like to, I don't like to, to crap on things, but it's like, how does a movie with so much going on also have so many slow moments? Like it felt slow at times, <laughs> you know, like it felt like if yeah, go ahead. Yeah, it did. No, no, you're right. It did. I think that's because like, yeah, what was happening in those moments? <laughs> like why like why? I don't I don't quite get how how you can have a movie that has so many elements to it. And then and then you know when they sometimes when they come out it's like and this is another element you're like, "Well, I didn't need <laughs> you know like we, Well, there's just it's so weird. much happening. Like happened. even like this scene where like after the father dies, priest and like, you know, they're like at the funeral and the girls are like, it's customary to like put a rose. And she's like, well, I don't, it's not my custom. And like, I don't, you know, stop calling me cat. And like that, there's just a lot of scenes like that. There are a lot of like, and and because there are so many different storylines happening, it's like you have the thing happening with the sister and the janitor. Like they have their own kind of tale that's going on. You have her trying to get the parents back. You have Wendell and wild who like, are like trying to like, you know, build this amusement park and like going against their father. You know, you have, you know, the whole Claxon situation. You got the whole situation go with Raul. You know, like it's it's just like it's a lot of stuff happening out. And Raul's mom, who is the count head councilwoman, you know, like it's just like a lot. Of, and like even like the fire, like the fire was like told to us, but we, we ha- didn't see it. So there's a part of it that feels like it's like, Oh, there was this fire that killed a bunch of people and the Claxons are responsible for it. And Raul's mother knows about it, but like, and it burned down the brewery, but they were already dead. And like the Claxons actually didn't have anything to do with her parents' death. You, you know, it's just, it's a little bit, mu- it's just a little muddy, but that said, I, you know, it's still enjoyable. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, yeah I get it. obviously I'm, they win. Obviously, at the end of the day, you know, they defeat the Claxons and they get arrested. And the evidence is they bring, they use the last little bit of hair cream to bring back some of the people who were killed in the brewery, who are the witnesses. Yeah, and Bel, Bel- Biel's whatever King Belzer is like, hey, you're right, Wendell and Wild. Like, you can rebuild my 
amusement park. And he takes all his kids back. He gets all his kids kids back. Because they was good. You know, this is my thing, though. I think at one point when they were fighting the Claxons, I thought, I was like, yo, they about to, like, mess these people up. And I was like, man, it'd be crazy if, like, all of a sudden stop motion style, like, a basketball just like rolled by their feet. Uh, I'm, <laughs> what? I'm so mad. At what? No, hear me out. No, hear me out. James, this is the James. James, just hear me out. James, hear me out. I think you'd appreciate this. I'm walking like, off, man. No, I'm James. Uh, no, James, hear me out, man. Because <laughs> James, they got that. James, they got that standoff <laughs> when like they're in front of like the water tower. But the, the but then the ghost Gerard, and the thing I did and I'm this like bit for a year and James, I got only shade for doing it. <laughs> James, I feel like that's because I feel like you didn't you didn't bring it up like when it needed like that scene like the ball could have just rolled across in between them. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, oh man, what's happening? And then Shaq could have came and be like, y'all need to well, stop. You know and then he could have did. I just want to talk to Hollywood for a second. I just want to talk to Hollywood. For a <laughs> If we're if we're doing a movie, okay, this don't is the do first this. movie that's Why people of color in stop motion. They don't gotta be prisoners, pr- hell prisoners. Okay, I don't the girl yell don't that gotta much. Go, the girl don't gotta go to juvie. Okay, okay, I don't Listen, yell that much. Hollywood, Hollywood, if we're doing, <laughs> we Hollywood, gotta, if we do a movie you can, stop motion, John, you can just go ahead just, and start. Oh, the I want to see where let James just, goes with this. Let them just be hell creatures. You know, have, having a ball, and and you know what, and to and to Bray's point, address the 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 Christian heaven hell, so that we know what the fuck we talking about. You know what I'm saying, Hollywood? We need the context to make sense. Okay, we can. Have- I feel like I feel like this is taken out of context. I feel like <laughs> I feel like we've heard enough. Okay, right. I was well, simply yeah, trying to is, just add for the cause for the people. <laughs> Okay. okay, who likes Shaq? Okay, Shaq Tober, James. Review. Oh my goodness, it's, it's we're we in rate November. review films. Yeah, we're in November. We rate review films not based on how much we like them, but whether or not they help the cause of more leading black actors in Hollywood. If a film fully helps the cause, we give it a black fist. If it somewhat helps the cause, we give it a white palm. If it doesn't really help the cause at all, we don't give it anything. So, on the count of three, we'll raise our ratings for Wendell and Wild. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, three, two, one. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. That All makes right. Two black fists and one white palm. Yep. Bray gave it the palm. That makes sense. I gave sense. it the palm, and I'll say the only reason I gave it a palm, one, I thought you guys would give it a black fist. I do think it deserves one white palm, though, because it is a Netflix film. It didn't come out in theaters. It came out October 28th. But there's already other stuff. It's like a weird, like, this in-between where it's not really PG, but it's not really rated R. Like, it's hard to know who the target audience is for it. I don't know how many people have seen it. We'll never really get to know that because it's on Netflix. But I didn't see it. I didn't. I mean, this doesn't really mean anything. But it didn't pop up on my Netflix. I had to look for it. Oh, really? It didn't pop up on my mind either. And I'm actually shocked because of what I watch. Like I had to like look for it and I couldn't believe it. It's right in line with everything I watch, so it doesn't make sense. I mean, I could I I did find I, I could find it without going to the search, but it wasn't in my like it wasn't in like my top ten. It wasn't in my like like suggestions for you. It was like I had to go to like like movies, animation, and then I and then I found it. Or some, it or was in the like top that. ten for me. It was number ten. Yeah. It was number ten. But I was also oh, surprised that it was number ten. I thought it would be higher, considering. 
They still black. They still black. And they not cooning. So I think coming out on the twenty eighth, <laughs> to Bray's point, I think it is was a huge problem. Like, why didn't it come out on like the fifteenth to get so that it can gain traction? It's like people aren't. I mean, as much as it's a fun, I feel like this is like an event movie in in a, in a way. But it came out on Netflix. That like had it c- come out earlier, it would have certainly done better numbers for you know the people trying to get the spookies in for Halloween. The American Negroes, it wasn't gonna um, come out. You know what I'm saying? And but I gave coming. it a fist because of the American Negroes. Um, <laughs> that's why. I, really funny. That's why I gave it a fist, and um, and yeah, like like I said, like this movie literally was made for me specifically and i think that like that like yes like now that this has been made hopefully they'll make more and 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 yeah like you know i that people can see that black people can be in stop motion leads of of films yeah i mean yeah i gave it a fist because exactly what james just said and honestly doing this episode you know with john and james who they always like try to like make you hate a movie, and I came into this movie loving the movie, but they were like trying to make you hate the movie. No, 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 no! I'm trying to be real with the people. They heard the episode. They made me question whether the movie is good or not, and I think for me, it doesn't. It matters, but like the fact that it exists weighs more than the the quality of the film, which sucks. And I know I've been accused of this many times of like, just like grasping for whatever straws we can get. But I'm like, yeah, man, that's what's happening. <laughs> like we get so little straws. I need this straw. Thirsty. So I gave it a fist for that reason. And y'all know what comes out next, baby. Is it? Oh, no. Yeah, it's mind. next week, right? Next week. I don't have my next. tickets yet, but next week. Wakanda you are the Black Panther. Next week, if we were in well, New York, I, we could have saw it yesterday. But damn, but will we yesterday? be able to see it in time for it to be timely for our audience? We'll uh, find out. I know, right? <laughs> the Black Pan. Unless we can see it early. Anywho, thank you all for listening so much. Just so you know, we—if you're in the Los Angeles, Greater Los Angeles area—we are performing at the Upright Citizens Brigade uh, Theater uh, once again. If you missed our November sixth show. We will be performing. Do you know what the date is, James? It is, is it? the f- we're first Sunday, so the first Sunday so, in December. I don't have ooh. December third in front of me. Oh, December third! Oh, sorry, sorry, fourth, 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 December fourth. But try to come to the first one so they can so they know that we we got people. It's too late. And they're that people they're listening to this. It's after. Yeah, the you first. missed the oh. first one, but oh, but come December fourth show. Definitely come to that, and I'll put the link for tickets on Blackman Podcast. Uh, dot com where you could also find links to merchandise that we sell via T Public. There's uh, holiday sales going on for that, so check that out. There's also a link to a defunct Patreon. I mean, it's still up. We have a year's worth of episodes on there. There will be no more new episodes, but if you want to listen to those episodes, check that out. It's like we got like the uh, like really cool like DC films and stuff like that that we've reviewed on there. Things like the Help stuff like that. You can follow me at John Braylock on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow me at James Third Comedy, JamesThirdComedy.com. Third is three RD. You can listen to Corrupted Files, my show on the app AMP. It's every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Beautiful. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Dra Milligan. 
And if you rate and review us on iTunes and give us five stars, we will read your review on the air. This one is from Villacron. It says, good balance. I love this show. It's a good balance of humor, seriousness, and educates me on different perspectives. Also, (laughs) I don't know what the beef is with the intros. I think John's intros are seamless. Also, Steel should make a cameo in every movie. Well, see, James, the people wanted James. The fans, see, James, don't say my transitions are seamless. (laughs) That dude is a plant. That dude's a plant. John planted him. Plant and say C to James. No, you can't. A fan (laughs) follows us. Has a lot of great commentary whenever we tweet. We appreciate this. Thank you, Villacron. Plant. Thank you so much. He don't like brave transitions. All right. Villacon, <laughs> you're right. Villacon is planted into the ground. He oh, has a my. good head on his shoulders. Oh, my. You're like a soccer dad. All right. We'll see you next week. Peace. Forever. This has been a Forever Dog production, produced by Melissa D. Fonts, executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Check out video clips of our podcast on YouTube at youtube.com slash foreverdogteam. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at foreverdogteam to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news. Forever.